What's up, everyone? Good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode of Block Hash Exploring, the blockchain episode 318. Today, we have VFAM, the CEO and co-founder of RGI Robo Global Investments, uh, to talk about everything they are doing in terms of building out one hell of an ecosystem in the crypto and blockchain space. Uh, v, thank you for taking the time to come on the show. Really appreciate it. How are you doing today? Right. Thank you very much, Brandon, uh, for and the podcast for hosting us today. And really, really an honor and appreciate your time. Yeah, I'm doing fantastic. It's uh, sunny weather here in LA, California for the first time. <laughs> Absolutely happy to have you here. Pleasure as always. Um, before we jump in and start talking about RGI, let's uh, give people a little bit of information about yourself. Can you tell us a bit more about your background, maybe where you're from? You mentioned Singapore. Now you're in the U.S. What's your story? Right. I think uh, I, I kind of like have a, a very good uh, opportunity in the past when I um, you know, was born in Vietnam and moved to Singapore when I was 15. And after spending uh, 15 years uh, being in Singapore, um, studying and working um, in the uh, oil and gas industry uh, at the traders and eventually working as in tech sales, um, you know, the last eight years of my career. Um, before moving uh, and becoming a full-time uh, developer, basically, at RGI. Um, so, yeah, and I, I recently moved to the United States, uh, I think about two years ago. So um, uh, I think that uh, with a diversified background and, um, you know, a kind of like a cultural um, um, background, like a country like in Singapore, then I think um, those skills that have really, uh, you know, helpful in growing a community like uh, the one at uh, Robo Global Investment. What was your first experience with um, crypto and blockchain? Did you invest in Bitcoin like most people? Did you see like an opportunity um, to to build something in the space originally? What was your point of origin that made you interested about this space and wanted you to be a part of it? Yeah, uh, I think, uh, thank you for the questions. I think, um, you know, it's very interesting that you brought up this um, um, topic, uh, how uh, I started in the uh, crypto space. Um, so I got to know about um, a cryptocurrency, basically Bitcoin, right? That's what uh, most of the people know about. Um, in 20, I think 20, uh, early 2017, um, 2016, during that, that, that time. And I, I read uh, uh, the white paper of Bitcoin and kind of like, you know, impressed about how everything is just, uh, you know, on the blockchains and you just uh, store everything on the ledgers or even on the wallet. And slowly uh, understanding about uh, like a token like Polkadot or chaining and, and and really rip a lot of money from you know from that that small amount of investment let's say for example one thousand dollars and you really gain like you know five thousand six thousand so that really give uh, me um the excitement and also the uh what we call a the the opportunity that i see as an oil and gas trader in the industry so that's how i started uh deep diving into a uh, different ecosystem different blockchains and also understanding the utility behind each token and then uh you know and then the rise of dogecoin and also shiba inu i remember that i bought um you know dogecoin at, at that time is zero point um zero one six and it it went all the way to 0.75 that it just based on elon's tweet and and it just skyrocketed um you know without 
any utility behind so that it kind of like impressive and 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 that's how it does you know i i just feel that you're wow uh, crypto space has a lot of potential not just beside making uh life-changing money but also um you know the opportunity to connect with the people on the internet when you actually look at dogecoin on twitter so many people are just crazy talking about dogecoin it's, it's just everywhere so i think that that is how i come into the crypto space uh, as a, a trader investor and 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 then eventually um you know i was part of um the the founding team of NFT books, uh, one of the NFT um, in, in education and publishing after being in the space for about two years. So that it was in early in 2019. Uh, and then during the period of time, I was also, um, you know, a kind of original CEO of the Saitama token. At the moment right now, I mean, during the time I was just happy and doing that without any um you know like uh, visions uh in further you know it's just part of the community leader drafting the white paper and how to build the community from zero to one and i just really enjoy those feelings but of course during the time i was based in singapore of course and yeah so i think that is just about the experience of being in the current space as a part-time developer before really transitioning into a full-time position last year that's awesome. No, it's it's really cool. You made a good point about uh, you know connecting with people and networking in the space. I think community is something that's very unique to to blockchain that is not as prevalent, I think, in other technologies. It makes this space more lively um, and far more interesting. And hence, you get things like Dogecoin and Shiba, and um, and now Robo Inu and what you guys are doing. Um, tell me a bit more about. Robo Global Investments, RGI. When did you guys start it? Um, who are your partners? What's the goal? Right. Um, I think, um, you know, um, the reason why um, the token was named as a Robo Unifinance Finance and then it under the umbrella of Robo Global Investments uh, is because uh, we thought that, you know, uh, like, for example, Dogecoin and Shiba Inu, but then we don't know who is the people that running behind it, right? Um, and, and so the risk and also the uh, the disadvantage of the, the, the investor, uh, perhaps it's, it's going to give them a lot of uh, skepticalism the way uh, whether they want to invest into the token and that's how we actually came up with an idea that we want to register um robo global investment under a, a company a country where um legislations or regulations are being uh you know uh like uh, restricted in a certain way and also the government also supporting uh cryptocurrency or even um you know a web3 related company so that's why we registered company under singapore law and and then um robo in finance is just one of the project that being uh, spearheaded by us um, because maybe in the future if um, uh, we manage to accomplish the entire ecosystem of robo inu finance then maybe there will be a chance that we're going to expand this uh, into another token or you know um, but, but that is going to be a, a different um, thing but then we just want to tie down everything under one umbrella which is robo global investment Got it. Got it. Understood. So under that umbrella for Robo Global Investments or Robo, yeah, RGI, um, are you guys mainly focusing on the token and building an ecosystem around that as of right now? Or do you have other products and use cases that you're working on? Like what what makes up that slate for you of, of um, use cases under RGI? 
Yeah. Um. So I think that you know, um, a lot, of, a lot of community members. Actually, you brought up a very good question because a lot of community members or even potential investors keep asking us that what exactly that make us different from other meme token or even uh, another you know top uh, token. So, so the answer is very simple. Um, because um, we you know whether. I or, or or you, we come to in the crypto space. We often talk about uh making money, right? Making a, a massive gain, right? So that is how um the Dogecoin or the Shiba Inu actually changed many people's life, and 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 that is one of the key missions that we talk about, and that's how uh, our slogan came from is the, the journey to financial freedom. Um, so then um the ecosystem behind Robo Inu Finance, we are currently building a, a robo wallet and robo exchange so um this robo wallets how different it is it's just uh, quite similar to any you know crypto wallets like metamask wallet or coinbase wallet or even trust wallet um but how how is it going to be different because we realize that there is a big gap between cryptocurrency and non-cryptocurrency so uh, we are trying to uh, bridge these two gaps by bringing the people who are not crypto savvy um can use this wallet as well like let's say for example they can uh, you you know, um, use our wallet to go for shopping and um, receive a certain cash back on, on Shopify or even on Amazon, you know, and this kind of cash back, it, it not in terms of dollars and cents, but rather in, in RBIF token, which is Robo Inu Finance token, right? And then um, this wallet also, of course, it has the ability of, of saving and also swapping and uh, like any type of crypto wallets. But on top of that, we just want to add the utility as a non-crypto perspective so that people can have everything in one platform, which is one applications. And, and, and the reason why we also have a robot exchange, initially we didn't think about it, but um, during the part of a development, um, you know, there's so many um, uh, exchange out there, like uh, the DAC, decentralized exchange, like uh, Uniswap or QuickSwap or even a BankSwap. And, and we felt the inconvenience of abusing those platforms because users have to pay for a certain fee to, to use those. So um, that's the, the reason why um, RoboExchange uh, came about um, because the mission is just to, you know, see we have a wallet so the user can actually use our RoboExchange with a limit order, um, you know, whether if you want to order let's say for example uh ethereum at uh 1700 rather than you know 1740 then you can do so on the exchange um but then um you know so 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 that is um the the, the idea behind and because we also want to connect the entire ecosystem between the robo exchange and also the robo wallet so these are the two key main products that we are currently on tetanus right now which i can think that hopefully we can go badness by the end of q2 Wow, it sounds like you guys are working on quite a lot. What, what do you imagine Robo Wallet kind of um, evolving into over time? Do you think it could be like a, a DeFi type wallet potentially where you could do a lot of swaps between other tokens, whether it's within your guys' ecosystem or outside the ecosystem? Or how do you want it to um, to grow from here so that there's more potential tools for it? Yeah, exactly. So you, you you spot on with that one. So basically, you know, uh, swapping a different kind of token. So the, the key thing, the main ideas here is to make it easier for user um, because, um, you know, let's say, for example, you are using a, a MetaMask wallet or even a what we call a... Um, 
a MetaMask wallet or Coinbase wallet, then probably you got to uh, switch to different network. Like let's say, for example, you have to change it manually from Ethereum to what we call a, a BSC, for example, or maybe, uh, you know, or uh, Avas or uh, Solana, for example. So so our wallet, we aim to, you know, to try kind of like uh, whether or not it's just at the fingertip and people are able to swap a different chain, not just have to go and manually change to, or you have to go to setting and, and adjust the chain. So it's kind of like complicated. Um, mm-hmm. So that is... Um, uh, from the decentralized uh, uh, finance perspective, but of course, uh, non-DeFi, where we're trying to, um, you know, to bridge the gap, like what I mentioned earlier, the, from the non-crypto space perspective, because um, nowadays there are a lot of successful startups in, in Asia, like especially in Singapore, where where I come from, um, you know, I'm very successful in the um, traditional banking um, business. So we are trying to bridge these two gaps because we realize that millennials are very crypto savvy, but um, the, the the older generation they are not so. So um, by doing so, I think that bridging those two gap, then um, you know the people maybe become more aware of uh, actually Bitcoin or cryptocurrency actually not a scam. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Where would you say you know the majority of your guys's community is? Is it in Singapore still? Uh, do you have quite an audience there or is that building up in the US? How would you say um, that's that's kind of dividing itself? Um, actually, we did a, a, a study. Um, um, so basically, at the moment right now, our community um, kind of like, um, you know, they scatter around, but a majority uh, like based in the US and Europe and also by from UK. So that is where we actually plan to scale our our um, community as well. Um, because, um, you know, um, I don't know about um, growing up in Asia, but I've been working in a, a multinational company in the past and communicating with the people you know with the teammate um, coming across of I mean Europe uh, the US or Latin America so so it's, it's kind of like give me um, the ideas that these people are more vocal uh, comparing to the Asian market but however I do believe that the Asian market like um, Singapore Japan now or even Vietnam where I come from it actually a uh, cryptocurrency hub or, or what we call web free uh, space where a lot of companies are actually trying to open the office there so uh, you know well so, so but then again uh, we, we're trying to scale from the you know from US side and then going back to Asia where is our hub there because everything is come down to community absolutely um, another question in terms of you know getting more into decentralized finance uh, looking at like the two biggest meme coins in the world uh, Dogecoin and Shiba for example um, you know started off as just meme coins and then garnered such a large community over time through their um, excitement and price increases and all of that, that they've been able to transition that into actual utility and build out real blockchains to the point you could argue, you know, maybe Dogecoin and Shiba aren't just meme coins anymore. Um, You know, Dogecoin getting into NFTs and the metaverse and Shiba launching Shibarium as of recently. How do you guys see you doing the same thing with Robo Inu and, you know, RGI more broadly, like what areas of DeFi do you want to get into? Like we talked about the, the wallet, for example, is one. What are some other areas that maybe excite you guys or that you're working on? 
Right. I think um um so um there's something that uh we has been uh trying to understand um and also understand the ecosystem because at the end of the day um um we're trying to promote the community spirit and this community as part of the decisions in making a stage in the entire ecosystem. So um as I mentioned earlier that we focus a lot on the fintech side of the uh you know of the business. Um so uh at the same time we also have a launch bed where um robo launch bed where uh, we act as an incubator to launch a new products and to make sure that um you know the the team behind all this uh, launch bed kind of like legitimate and you know have enough expertise to kind of like to launch a certain token and then um, from there our community they can have an early access into this project um but with that being said i think that you know whether uh, like what Doge and shiba inu are doing i mean um you know they are already very successful in what they are doing so what we are trying to do here is that we have uh, one one type of product we call robo down in our ecosystem because i believe that whatever that we do uh, we put our community at the center of focus that was when a robo down come into the pictures that okay let's say for example when we launch our wallets or even a robo exchange or even a robo launch back then the community when they hold the token they will be able to vote and do um, you know kind of like proposal okay how are they planning or intending to kind of like to expand the ecosystem or even they can even take part in developing uh a certain part of the ecosystem using um, the similar concept as a robo down as long as they are holding the token. I hope that makes sense. Yes, that does. Um, no, the DAO sounds very interesting as well. Um, and I saw stuff about the launch pad too. Is that an opportunity for you guys to also invest into other projects maybe that are well aligned with either Robo Inu or you know RGI more broadly too? Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, because uh, I, I, I think that, you know, I strongly coming from a sales background. Um, I think that I strongly believe that by working by partnerships and collaborations and, you know, how each ecosystem support one another. Let's say, for example, right now we focus a lot on the fintech side of the DeFi. Um, maybe, you know, there will be something that may be um, useful and helpful to the community for, like, for example, education. Because I think whatever we do, even in the school nowadays, they don't, uh, they don't share a lot about education. But I do understand that a certain token that talk about education, uh, talking about, you know, publishing, so all this uh, real utility behind that it could be very helpful for our ecosystem and our holders because they have an access to something that they have not experienced before, but it also a blockchain related and also still within the DeFi space. Awesome. Um, another interesting question that actually just kind of came to mind is um, your tokenomics. Um, I was looking at that as well. You guys have a lot of tokens out there. Um, there's a lot of theories on how tokenomics kind of work within the cryptocurrency space and some are valid and some aren't valid. Curious how your guys' ecosystem works and how you designed your tokenomics around Robo Inu and right. how you imagine that playing into not just the price, but, you know, encouraging people to be involved in the ecosystem using the token, holding the token, whether it's for value or utility. Um, can you talk about, yeah, just overall what, the tokenomics model is for you guys. 
Right. Um, I think uh, a lot of people, um, you know, when they when we started researching about our token, or even when they started, um, you know, uh, already invested into the token, they started complaining, or they started, um, you know, making a comments where, you know, this token, Robo Inu Finance, you guys have a, a whole lot of supply. How are you gonna hit the market cap of uh, Shiba Inu or Dogecoin? But as I say the intentions of uh, why it have a such supply is because for people to come in and make money, right? Because initially, uh, eventually, uh, when we come into any type of investment, whether it's stock, real estate, or, or you know, crypto, it's all about money making, right? So that is how the, the supply come into uh, the, the explanation because uh, it's a really low in market cap, then, you know, then other people have an opportunity to purchase uh, many token at the lower price. And then when, then, uh, when it hit a certain milestone, we're gonna adjust that later. But in terms of the token limit, we have like 4% of the buying tax and 10% of the selling tax. So. The reason we kind of have a higher selling tag is just like you mentioned, uh, Brandon, uh, you know, more like encourage people to hold the token and not to sell the token. And also at the same time, part of that, uh, um, you know, um, the, the holder will just get that card reflection and the part of the percentage of uh, the tax itself is go um, into the marketing wallet to support the entire ecosystem as well as, you know, expand the ecosystem at any point in time. Got it. Good. It, it, it's always good to have um, transparency on on tokenomics and to kind of understand why they are the way they are, because people always get misconceived about, you know, how those things are set up. Yeah. Um, last question before we start wrapping up, I want to know, you know, from a higher 10,000 foot view down what you think Web3 is going to really look like when it's here. Like right now, we're in this weird period of time where we have... Um, everyone with a web two mindset trying to understand how to apply what they know to a web three type world. Um, and it's going to be very exciting once we get to that point, everything's fully semantic and everything is decentralized or partly decentralized. Um, what does that world look like for you in maybe five or 10 years? And how do you guys see yourselves as a major part of that world? Right. I think, um, um, to be honest, I mean, uh, coming from a web to um, 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 environment where very tech driven, um, you know, very uh, autonomous kind of like uh, um, industry where we use AI, uh, machine learning. So, uh, I mean, back then, day, five years ago or even eight years ago when I was still in a college student, we don't even know what exactly AI, artificial intelligence or the term like machine learning, we don't know at all. Or even uh, using all this technology, uh, podcasting on the data analysis and all that. So um, all this team have become very bizarre to us. So since I stepped into the web free space and deep diving into the industry, it's kind of like, you know, I, I, I see that there's a lot of potential out there. However, um the education in this industry is not enough like let's say for example in the school um they don't teach the student all the uh, skill set uh where you know what do you need for uh, the web free space because web free basically the people just live in on the internet let's say for example now i'm based in united states but maybe uh you know uh, a, a, a month later i can be based in japan but i'm still speaking the web free um 
lingo or the web free terminologies, right? Because at the end of the day, what we call crypto Twitter or all this is a connection between the people. Um, so I think I can foresee that uh, the web free space is going to slowly, uh, you know, um, kind of like integrated into our daily life. Um, that's how um, you know, um, Robo Inu Finance or even at RGI we ambition to do is that to put our utility into a, a daily life where you know whether you can go um shopping you can go for traveling or you can go for a movie theater you just use our wallet and spend um using you know our token so this it basically uh, it's just like a simple uh, uh do a bank to bank uh, transfer like a, a p2p or like a cash app kind of uh, applications but we rather focus a lot on our utility where we can bring out the mass of adapt adoption because at the end of the day mm, whatever that utility you have, uh, the mass adoption is a very, very important. And also, of course, um, uh, I'm a very, uh, you know, a, a strong believer of having a good education. However, I think that it's not enough right now. I mean, even though I'm, I'm currently doing an MBA, but really not many, um, you know, um, professor or many school actually talk about blockchain. I mean, in the US or in the Europe, maybe they talk about it, but probably not in Asia. So I think the mentality and, and the conservativeness is still there so now I, I hope that you know with the effort of growing the community at rgi here we we actually bring out that message to the community uh, to the people who are still afraid or fearful in, uh, of investing into the current space then i hope that uh, we are able to contribute to that uh, perspective itself and help the the whole um you know web space become a better place just we got with our very small efforts yeah, you hit the nail on the head with education. That's definitely an area that's lacking. Even here in the U.S., um, you know, most major universities and colleges still don't talk about blockchain. And it's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> at, at this point, uh, I think at MIT, the last statistic I saw was the number one in-demand um, job space and technology that MIT students want to go into is blockchain. Yeah. And the number one blockchain for, or, sorry, the number one, technology job and demand in the workplace in the US is also for blockchain. So it's yeah. weird, right? That, you know, these yeah. universities and colleges aren't exactly. putting out full course curriculums yet. Uh, and also one thing is that I noticed that back then today, when people fresh out of college, they try to get into a Google, um, Facebook, or, you know, Microsoft, but then um, the competition has been, um, you know, becoming very intensive and, 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 and with a major layoff in the United States here, then people started looking for more opportunity in the web three space where people just become you know somebody you don't know you don't need to know the name as long as you are a contributor in the down for example or you are just a content creator or even you are a, a you know a software developer but you can just work remotely anywhere as long as you can come in under the timing so i think um the, the whole space is really interesting in that perspective itself uh but there's still a lot more thing to learn um because the knowledge gap is there yeah, you know, that's what we're hoping to do with the podcast is to keep educating people and, you know, giving them information and teaching them um, from people yeah. that are like you. Um, we have a lot of executives and CEOs and founders that come on the show, as well as personalities and influencers and whatnot. And it's a really good place for people to learn and understand the intricacies of this industry. And they can't really get that anywhere else other than maybe every once in a while on social media or in a Twitter tweet. Yeah, um, exactly. 
So yeah, we're, we're definitely trying to play a major role in that. Um, you also mentioned, um, you know, wanting robo and some of your other products under RGI to be used in daily life at some point. How do you, what do you feel is key to you guys getting there? Is it partnerships with, with banking institutions and POS systems or working with uh, small businesses and local companies, or how do you feel is the best way for you guys to get integrated into daily life like that? You know, it might take some time, but how do you think you get there? Right, I think you brought up a very good uh, question and very interesting question as well. And actually, this is the question that I has been asking myself daily. And mm-hmm. so that's the reason why we kind of like have a lot of campaigns and also things that going on um, that really answering those questions. So first of all, I think that two elements, two key elements. Number one is community, right? The people. Because whatever it is, if you have a very good product, but you don't have a real user, you don't have a real people that really, um, the user experience that okay hey Brandon this product is very good you know um, this product is so good that you should try it out you should download this app uh, Robo Wallet so this kind of comments this kind of feedback it really bring out the mass adoptions but at the same time in order to increase the credibility and also the trustworthiness then probably it comes down to the partnership so we also already had uh, the partnership with Chainow and also Now Payment who are able to support the POS system or small businesses who are able to, you know, to pay the salary in, in Robo Inno Finance Token or even accept RPIF as a form of payment, whether you have a POS system or whether you have, um, you know, the uh, what we call the Shopify or, you know, an online gift card and those. So slowly we want to venture into a, a more, um, you know, more uh, real kind of applications. Um, that, like, let's say, for example, traveling. So um, because since COVID um, is open up the border, everybody started traveling, right? And and traveling is part of the essential of our daily life. I mean, whether you're going to commute to one place to another by train, by bus, or by aeroplane. So so these are the things that we are looking bring out to the community, the kind of partnership, the kind of can support us in terms of, um, you know, bringing the real utilities to the community. However, this do need to go hand, by, uh, hand, hand in hand. It means that it needs to go together um, it cannot be, you know, just one partnership and without community or with community and without partnership. These two need to come in together as one so that it can support the entire ecosystem to make it a success. Well said, well put. Um, it's probably a good place for us to start wrapping up the episode. A lot of good content, a lot of good information in here. Um, so V, where can people go to learn more about RGI and about Robo Inu and everything you guys are doing? Um, do you want them to go to the website? Do you guys have a community on Telegram or Discord? Um, do you have a blog somewhere? Where do you want to direct people? Right. Um, you guys can, um, you know, for easy reference, you can always uh, look at our website at roboglobal.info and then, or maybe our Twitter as uh, RGI underscore info. That was when we posted a lot of news and also, you know, a lot of articles and you can basically can locate us on a medium page as well at our website as well as our Twitter because we, we really focus a lot on producing good content um, because I think that, you know, uh, besides 
alongside uh, me being here with Brandon today to talk about uh, our utility. At the same time, we also produce a, a good piece of content by our community member to bring out the message, um, you know, best being from the holder transition into a development team. So I think that will give you a very good understanding of the entire ecosystem. Awesome. What about you? Can we find you on social media anywhere? Yeah, you can find me at uh, MissV underscore crypto. So yeah, so that is uh, my uh, Telegram handle as well as my Twitter handle. <laughs> to give awesome. Me a yeah, go guys, go check out V. Make sure to check out RGI and RoboInu. And be sure to like and subscribe to the show, to the podcast if you haven't already. V, thank you for taking the time. Really fun episode. Learned a lot about you guys. Um, very excited now to see like what you guys evolve into, what you guys continue to work on. Um, so yeah, again, thank you for the time to share and kind of educate me and the community on you know what you guys are doing. Yeah, thank you very much, Brandon, and uh, the Blockhash for hosting. Thank you. Mm -hmm.